Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey guys, what's going on? I know it is the weekend. That means we got to do you do you good. We got to do you an episode. We're going to get you high on the episode, high on life, on the episode of Buzz of the Bastard. I know it's not get out of bed. It's not how to wake up today. It's Saturday. So maybe we got to do a recap. We got to do a recap of everything that's happening all week. And I'm going to be in two places checking for comments. So we see, I think I'm going to be in two places checking for comments. Let's see. Where we land, where we land, where we land. Let's see. I don't know about that one. So, look, the dog, dog, the dog got the nerve to sigh as if I'm about to disturb him. So, Facebook page, you know the Facebook page. I need you to do something that I do. And let's hit the share button. Now, if you're going to do a watch party, if you're going to do a watch party, as many of you do, uh, make sure you tag us. One, you want to tag us so that people can know where to come and find some more. And two, we can shout you out because otherwise Facebook doesn't really let us know where the watch parties are happening. Uh, it doesn't really even let us know that we're live here. And I'm checking on another device here to see that we come up and it says, yes, yes, she is live. Okay, so we'll watch the Facebook for comments. Got a couple things I want to talk about. And I wanted to go ahead and do this as a buzzer or bash it as opposed to a, uh, how to get out of bed because it's talking about the things that were trending this week. And I one, I've got a question about. Two, I'm going to tell you what it's all about. And then three, I can't believe it's really about this. I can't believe this is really about this. So let me see if I can operate this thing the way I think I can operate it. So I'm going to hit this. I'm, I'm trying to operate the studio here, guys. Hold on. Look, look, look at me telling you to hold on. <laughs> first question. First, I don't know what to do first. Okay, let's go ahead and do. Let's do the. Let's do the hug first. I think we did both of those. Okay, now I got to take this off. Okay, there we go. Let's let's talk. Wait a minute. No, I don't want. I want that. Hold on. One more thing. Oh no, I hit the wrong thing, y'all. Hold on. I don't know where is this. Where do I take this off at? There it is, right there. Okay. Let's talk about the hug first, all right? Let's talk about the hug first. And first, let me get one more thing on the screen. God, it's a lot. There's a lot trying to do this. That's why I am uh, headed in with the producer. Uh, first and foremost, it, like, as I said, go to DryerBuzz.com. Because if I mention anything, you're like, wait, where is she getting that from? Uh, it's all linked over at DryerBuzz.com. Most people already got it in their email newsletter uh, that we operate and goes out a couple times, three times, three, three or more times a week. Uh, for those of you that are looking for content, and let me tell you, 18 years I have been coming to you and bringing you great information at dryerbus.com. Another 20 years blogging. Let me t- do y'all know, are y'all excited about Y2K? Uh, and immediately after this, not on this, because this is going to be around for a while. This is this kind of stuff going to be around forever. But this opportunity I want to tell you about, about Y2K20 and what we're going to do over here for you for Y2K20. You want to stay tuned for that and a whole other video. But let's talk about this. The verdict came down. First of all, first of all, I mean, let me just send a shout out to the family for getting a verdict. In fact, let me send a shout out to the jurors uh, and, and being brave enough in Texas, nonetheless, to, to, to convict. Okay? that Let's stop right there. I know, I know there's some things that we need to be all together emotional about sipping my lemonade, wet the organs, wet my lips, sorry, but 
I know there's some things that we should be all together emotional about. I know we were all were triggered with the hug. We were absolutely triggered. Absolutely triggered back into this forgiveness narrative, which has been around since the beginning of time. And not only because of the construct here in America, but several countries that have done people wrong keep wanting us to uh, gravitate to this forgiveness narrative. So the media or whomever was like, oh, these are the images. These are the images that set precedents in this case. These are the images that go out there. Not the images of putting her in handcuffs and taking her through this door of no return where they, where they take them off to prison. This is the image we're going to trigger everybody with because it's going to make us our money, our weekend money. Everybody shared it. Hell, I shared it. And I shared it with a conversation to get you to move away from being triggered because I know it triggers. And one of the things it triggered us on is that we continue to see black people, Africans and African-Americans offering up this forgiveness to people that cause the greatest gap and the greatest divide, the hyphen, people that, people that hyphenated us to the point we have to say Africans, they are Africans and then they are African-Americans, okay? By sheer hyphenation alone, we should not be offering up no hugs, okay? But I want to shout out because I know how difficult it is to get a conviction nonetheless with any type of police and public safety officer that has overexerted their power invested in them, invested in them towards those that are black and brown. Okay, now mind you, they out here wreaking havoc on everybody. We just were 10 times likely to receive this kind of treatment. This woman, having uh, entered into the wrong home, murdered the occupant of that home in cold blood, watched him die, rendered no aid, uh, and those who subsequently, subconscious, whatever, came upon him, um, for some reason they decided this young man was not going to be safe. There's so many atrocities in this case, in this case. Um, And there's so much conversation that he didn't even make it into. There was so much speculation. There was so much uh, conspiracies, things that weren't allowed to make it into the case, but still yet yet and Yet insane, they came back with a convic- conviction. So shout out to the jurors. Now I don't, I'm myself. I don't want to subject myself as to why the, any explanation they have for the sentencing. And I may at a time, but I feel like I have absorbed, and you should feel that way too. We've absorbed enough, a lot, and I know we can't look away. We shouldn't want to look away. We shouldn't turn away. But you got to be mindful, depending on what your triggers are, on what you are subjecting yourself to. Because we've gotten to a point now where we're seeing so much in social media where our mind cannot tell that these things, whether these things are happening to us or not, because we're inundating ourselves with these images. You did not hug this woman. Okay. Can I just tell you that some people, some people need to hear that you were not in that courtroom. You were not on trial. You are not being asked to forgive her. You did not hug that woman. I know you see yourself in the young man. You see yourself in, in, in his faith. You see yourself in the struggle and the trauma that his family has gone through. But you did not forgive nor hug that woman. All right. So separate yourself in that part first. But I'm here to tell you, black folk, brown folk, we need a new religion. <laughs> we stop right now. We need a new religion. I remember when the movie Black Panther came out. Y'all got to learn how to watch Look for things that are adjacent, 
That's the word, adjacent, okay? That's the word of the day, adjacent. There's, there are a lot of times that thing, when things appear in media, when media takes the time to put out imagery, audio, video, when they decide that they're going to manipulate emotions, disseminating information, abstract, M-E-D-I-A, Gary Busey, Gary Busey, the word media, manipulate emotions, disseminating information, abstracts, right? When they decide to give you that abstract piece of information, oh, look, the brother of the deceased and the judge hugs the convicted murderer. That's crazy. That's just like Trayvon mama going, or daddy or brother. Tra- Imagine Trayvon brother going up there and hugging the vigilante that shot down in cold blood Trayvon Martin. Right? This man is still out there to this day. Florida didn't come with it back with a conviction. They refused. They wanted to invite a vigilante back in, and he's still on he's still 100, 200% of vigilante. He's still down there and wherever he's at, torturing and, and people, following people, doing everything he was doing before. They invited him back into society. They're part of society. Okay? So when we get to this part right here, but let me say this. Largely, when there's a conversation about racism and discrimination and prejudice and things like that, black people largely have largely have that conversation. I hope, and no, I'm not even gonna say largely. It's it's a it's a it's a eighty twenty split, and I'm I'm gonna be real lenient on the eighty twenty because really it's a sixty thirty ten. But people people not real good at math, so I'm gonna just do the eighty twenty. It's eighty twenty twenty split, okay. When we talk about these things and when we react to these things emotionally, and I'm checking, the, I'm watching for the comments on the Facebook page. When we react to these things emotionally, it's not because we're trying to get people to, to rede- show their own redemption, show some kind of like figure this out, like this is what y'all do to people. No, we, we, we react to this, to this emotionally because black people don't even hug people like that. Black people don't hug each other like that. Black people don't offer up that kind of redemption to each other like that. We're still mad at, at the little bit of in, acts of in, unkindness that we show to one another. So reacting to this is like, you know, especially as, as it relates to religion. Have you visited some of these churches? Do you not see how people are going at it in the parking lot over parking spaces? How they run in, drop that money off, get a little, get a little, get a little praise and run on back out to that car and about to run over each other again, you know. Uh, people running around talking about they blessed and highly favored, ain't asking God to bless nobody else, ain't asking God to show favor to nobody. They just haul up into the favor that they have received, right? I mean, black folk need a new religion. I was going to talk about Black Panther. When the Black Panther move out, movie came out, there was a conversation adjacent to the Black Panther movie when they saw that in, there were scenes in the Black Panther movie that would alter the mindset of those who believe in certain religions meaning that wait a minute there's a scene where they go visit the ancestors who there's a scene where they alter the state of being to where they are walking talking with the ancestors you know and the ancestors got stories to tell and don't nobody like when dead people start talking okay i got a whole book over here called my folks don't want us to talk about slavery Right. Like, don't nobody like when dead people start talking and you going out there talking about you still got a connection. They called it incest. There was a, the adjacent conversation 
things that happen in countries where that religion is part of the construct, there's always the worry and the concern that people realize, oh, wait, the religion part is just the brainwashing to keep you in a certain place. They don't want people to figure that out. They, there are those that don't want people to figure that out, and it's about an 80-20 thing. And it's always funny how in religion, you know, 80% follow 20% instead of the other way around. Like, like and, and you're like, well, how would that happen? You, you have no concept of it, right? You know, in, in, in religion, there's such a vast difference between the 20% that govern religion and what they have available to them and the 80% that sit in the audience. Every day. And see, you know, I got this thing about going from the audience to the stage, right? I'm like, like I need to know what's going on. I'm coming up there. I need to see behind the curtain. I need to see, oh, my God, the wizard. is He's just a man. You're nothing but a phony. I'm sorry, but you're nothing but a phony. And now, and this is what, this is what phony religions end up on. I understand you're supposed to be, you're supposed to forgive. Hell, like, oh, that's the wrong word. They expected Jesus to forgive coming off that cross. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to do scripture. I'm not going to go deep dive. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Those are my personal beliefs. And I expect them to stay personal. Okay. But black folk, black folk need another religion. So you need to check out some adjacent conversations. If you were triggered and didn't understand how this young man, when he sat on that stance and the stand and the conversation he was having out loud, the permission he asked the judge in order to go and hug this woman was so that he could have better days. So that he could have better days because everything within his religion that that and how he should live now and in the hereafter said that he needed to forgive. He needed as she went through that door of hopefully no return, where they already plotting and planning and when she gonna be out. Okay, because it's gonna make a nice end into the lifetime movie, and and I'd be surprised these two didn't end up married, because they got this thing now in in our prison systems, um, where people keep in contact, people who wrong people keep in, keep in contact with the people that they have wrong. They have regular meetings and sessions to understand it, because we need to know that we. I don't know. We keep trying to figure out how is it the human can forgive, but we have yet we yet want to dive in. How is it the human can kill? I don't. I don't want to study why he could forgive her. I want to know how she could kill, how she could murder someone in their own home. Cause I'm right now sitting live in my podcast, and mind you, and I have had that experience. And I talked about this where somebody entered my home, thinking they were in they were in theirs, cause they all look alike. And, they, and this person, but this person was highly impaired. They were intoxicated, and they didn't. The door was not unlocked. Event was people that were over opened the door and they came on in, fell right on the couch. Dude, that ain't your this ain't your house, that ain't your couch. It's like this man, this man is done fell out on your couch. You know him. No, who is he? Where'd he come from? What's going on? He was highly intoxicated. Yes, he turned and came in the wrong place, came up the steps, knocked on the door, came out in, and I literally I had to get the I had to get the translator out. He was Hispanic. I had to get the translator out. Like, dude, you don't get the heck up off my couch. I'm over there trying to get Google, Google tra- translate this. Dude, if you don't get the heck up off my couch, get out. I'm going to call the police of y'all. And I'm over there saying this stuff to him in Spanish with the broom in my hand. Now, I didn't have a gun. We didn't, we didn't, that could have gone so wrong. It could have. It could have. It happens. But, again, this was a person who was highly intoxicated. I mean, it, 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 just the intoxic- he was so intoxicated. He probably could have died, right? I mean, it was like, 
how he was highly impaired. Here's a person who it was a police officer. So when the scenario happened, but then you go, wait, you killed a man? Y'all, you didn't like, y'all didn't take time to figure out like, wait, why are we in each other's face? Why are you not dressed? Oh, wait, that's not, that's not my TV. That's not, oh, Lord Jesus. Because I know every day I walk in my house, I got, I got kids that stop by. Every day I walk in, I usually stand right there at the front door. First one, making sure ain't nobody else, ain't nobody up in here but me. I'm like, wait, there's some things out of place. You know, what, what do you do? I don't know about y'all. I open the door and I scan, right? I scan for the mail because I'm like, that's a trigger for me. I'm like, damn, they done went to the mailbox again. There's a whole other stack of bills. I don't know how y'all enter y'all house, but that's how I enter mine. I open the door and I look in the mail. Like, there's a stack right there, right? And, I'm, and if it ain't changed... Good, I got another 24 hours. If it has, oh, Lord Jesus, what's in the mail now, right? And I just heard that the dividend checks is out, so I need to go check the mail. I'm just saying. The dividends came, uh, what, I think somebody posted, did y'all get y'all? I'm like, let me go get mine. Let me go check my mail. Because post, United Postal System has a thing now. If you're not checking your mail on time, they will, they will put it abandoned. And you got to go to the post office and restart your mail because apparently we got a postmaster that does some work now, making the, making the mail folk, the postal system, do some actual work. Uh, so if you're not going to your mailbox, your mailbox continues to stack up, they will then cancel you. We're going to wake up cancel. I'm like, what? So when I come in, I scan for the mail. I scan, make sure the fridge is closed. I got that one child that don't. Close nothing, leave everything open. I make sure I'm not about to trip over nobody's shoes because everybody come in, kick off the shoes. Some of us put them, place them neatly to the side. Others, they all over the place. One of them might be in the, in the recliner in the, uh, you know, in the neighborhood looking for lunch. Done seen a live stream where I'm cooking. They don't come over to fix something to eat, right? I'm scanning the dog. Where's the dog? Is the dog going to come running? That mean I can't sit down. He got to go right back out. If he chilling, I get to come in and say, these are the things that, you know, but now mind you, if I hear something, I'm going to be like, okay, who is that? Then, you, you know, you don't want to ask who is that, and then the, the wrong voice answer back. So, but when you walk in your house, when you walk into your domicile, no matter how preoccupied you are, I don't think I've ever come in and I'm solely, totally, totally preoccupied. I did. Yes, yes, as a matter of fact, I did. Yesterday, I'm standing there. I'm looking for him, like, waiting for the dog to come from down the hall, running, you know, trying to see what's going on. At first, he's old as I am, so I'm listening for him to get up, you know. And, I mean, I just came out of caregiver mode. I used to have to listen. You know, all of these things take place right there at the front door. All of this, y'all, I go through all of this right there. First thing I do, I make sure I don't close and lock the door behind me because I know this is my ritual when I, when I enter my domicile. I take a deep breath, try to figure out, has anybody cooked? Like last night, yesterday, Petty Betty made some good old burgers, right? Y'all seen our burgers, so I'm like, I'm coming in. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. You think I still wasn't going to have a burger? I've been thinking about that burger all day. I'm coming in. I, I'm taking a deep whip. I'm trying to wonder, like, wait, did she put them in the fridge yet? Or are they still on the stove? And I'm like, she knew I was going to come home and eat, but she didn't already put it in the fridge. But yet the house smell still smells good because we got the indoor grill, and she grilled the burgers, right? All this is going through my mind. As I enter the domicile, my own domicile, and I'm looking for stuff that's out of place. Where's the remote? My remote, my remote better be, this is my routine. My remote better be where I, I look for the freaking remote. It better be where I left it. Because again, if it's not, I know somebody done come by. It may not even be no more burgers left because they done came and had a whole full on cookout, right? All the burgers. Because I don't, don't want to be disappointed by the burger. But, you know, mind you, she supposedly, this chick, Amber Geiger, 
was on the phone. Well, even preoccupied and on the phone, you open your door, you come in, you want to put your things down or make a beehive. Now, she heard something. Oh, she went, she heard something, so therefore she weren't preoccupied no more. She went into police mode. Come out, show your hands, whatever, all these commands. You're trying to give a person in their own home. Still, you take a deep breath. I mean, you, you are a trained police officer supposedly to notice your surroundings. But what was in her surroundings? What was in her surroundings? The thing, the person that she has been trained to kill. That was, that was the number one thing in her surroundings. So she didn't notice anything else. All she noticed was the person that she, who looked like what she had been trained to kill. Now, I'm told they don't get this training in the police academy. They might get this training through various associations, particularly the, the need for this kind of training. That comes through the media and all of these different things. So I, as I do, I'm going to apply all things adjacent to this conversation. Media, blood on your hands. You are so adjacent to this conversation because there is no reason in this world to train a white female to kill a black male, something whom she often lusts for. There's no reason for her to know to kill this thing unless it comes through media. And media feeds the discrimination, racism, prejudice, and so forth. And if you ask anybody in any of these associations where that is their belief, well, how do you know to? How do you know that that's the thing? Well, I see it on the news. I see it on the news. How they how they do each other and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's all up in the hip hop music. Well, hell, it's in the country music too. It's in the hip hop music, and I don't even know if it's in the hip hop music because hell, y'all buy more than that than we do. Right. I do know it's in the country music. Okay, I'm just saying. So anyway, so now we're back to this where she goes, she then takes the life. And then apparently after the life has fallen, fallen before her, then realize, I guess what his body fell and hit. Oh, wait, that ain't my couch. He bleeding on. Oh, wait, that ain't my table. That blood spilling there. That ain't my rug. This ain't my this dead man ain't in my house. Oh, let me leave. Okay, let me call somebody. I need you. I have killed what I have been trained to murder. I have killed, I have, have taken the life of what I've been trained to take a life of. And uh, he is bleeding on what I thought was my couch. What I thought was my, what, what do you mean he's bleeding? Y'all, I'm just saying. Because you got to sit on the stand and process that and want to hug her rather than have to live with that. And all that adjacent conversation. I mean, I watched this young man. I'm like, whoa, he going through it. He going through it. And he said to her, you have no idea. You already know. In fact, he said to her, you already know how much pain, what you've done to my family. But what I can't let happen is I can't let you continue to do that. And he proceeds to ask the judge, can he give a hug? And the judge is like, what? Can you do what? You know, rather than strike that from the record, we don't do that here. The judge goes... Well, you know, I just I'm about to I'm about to sentence uh, uh somebody on the police department. I I got to live in the city. I got to live in the state of Texas. Yeah, you better go on over there and hug her. You better. In fact, I'm gonna follow up behind you. We are gonna redeem this one, right? We're not gonna send her off. We're gonna not gonna send her through the door of what ought to be the door of no return. It ought to be a door of no return. But we're gonna send her through that for a little bit of time. And we you you go hug her. I'm gonna I'm gonna hug her. We're gonna give her a Bible. 
And, you know, hopefully when she go to prison, you know, she won't get with the rest of her association and plot against us all. Or these folk out here we got to live with won't take us out because that's something they do in Texas. I'm just saying. Buzz it or bash it. Buzz it or bash it. Now here, the rest of us out here triggered because, dang, we ain't even loving on each other like that. And we've done far less to each other. We have done far less to each other than this. And yet, when the last time you had a hug? Are you just are you just out here hugging foes and more? You hug a foe or you hug a friend? We don't even hug a friend. We don't even hug family. We don't even hug people out here. In fact, there is an app. <laughs> There's an app where you can go and book a hug. You can go and pay for time for somebody to hold you, y'all. I promise you, I ain't lying. And it's been out there on Craigslist, and now, you know, things that things that started out on, on, on the crazy section of Craigslist is now the norm. There are people who take their good, hard, earned money, and they go and pay somebody to stroke their ego and a few other things, but to hold them passionately, uh, bone, deep bone hug, release it, cry, sit in my lap. All this, it's a good, it's a job. Anybody got, anybody, anybody unemployed, anybody got arms enough to wrap around somebody, go hug somebody, they pay for it. It's a premium service this day and age, and to those of y'all in the future, in Y2K19, Y2K19, is going to be Y2K20, there is a full-on career of hugging people, uh, and it's part of, it's part of the mental health. And people who can't afford it can go get a good, good grant stipend um, funding for it so they can go get hugged up enough. So when we have these kind of conversations, while there is a pathology to it, while it's all part of a construct of our countries, countries, okay, and continents, while, while forgiveness is a narrative we all would love to see, but it's a, such a one-sided thing. This thing triggered everybody because what we want to see is we want to see us do better than that. I went out, went out last night. Let me tell you, I don't know about y'all. And I know we got tensions with other folks, but black people, we got tension with each other. Um, you can sense it when, when we make eye contact. You know, I'm out here like smiling at folk and they like, I'm like, because, you know, that's just what I do. You're going to look at me. You're going to stare at me. I'm going to smile at you. You're going to, you know, we make eye contact. I'm going to greet you. Right. And I know that's a strange thing. That's a strange thing for many to experience. Let me get my share on here. That's a strange thing for many to encounter and experience. But it's just what 20 percent of us do. 20 percent of us ain't, ain't, ain't all mad. Now, I'm, I'm still I'm not mad. I'm not angry. Not mad because, you know, mad is motivated and determined. But 20 percent of us, we're not all angry. I'm not angry. Yeah, I know black people got and I can only talk about black people because my skin is black. I'm brown. Uh, I'm black, so uh, I can only talk about that. Now, I've got some good friends that are of all nationalities. And then can I just say I love people from California? People from California, y'all crack me the hell up. People, there's a lot of, you know, Hollywood is in Atlanta, right? So there are a lot of people coming to Atlanta from California. And they don't understand how black people and white people walk around here. It, how you identify. You might identify. There are two things in, in Georgia, okay? When you come to Georgia, I don't care what you are, you're either going to identify as white or black. you got to pick a side because that's the war in Georgia, right? So there are people that come here. If you are, if you, there are people that come here and they, they witness those of us that have chosen either black or white and how we ignore each other. We can be side by side on the elevator 
parking next to each other, walking past each other in the stores, and we don't see each other. We ignore each other. Then here come that California person, want to have a conversation with everybody. I had this friend, new friend. Of course, they're a new friend because that's what California people do, right? Because they, they live California. New York is, a, even though New York is full of diversity, you know, it's like they, they're like, no, don't get in my space. Don't, don't come at me. I ain't talking to you. We ain't, we not, no, we not here. We don't see each other. But California, California dreaming, y'all, be cracking me up. This guy came in, he was asking me, he said, he said, are you from Atlanta? Yeah, I'm from Atlanta. He said, so you know about this? He says, what is it? I said, where are you from, California? He said, yeah. I said, because y'all talk to everybody. <laughs> People from California, you want a hug? A person from California going to give you a hug. And they, they don't care who you are, and you ain't supposed to care who they are. People from California, that West Coast, and I got some great West Coast uh, supporters out there. Been, and it's so funny because since the, since the existence of Dryer Buzz, I have always had, you know how you go out and you check your, I don't know about y'all, you check your insights, your stats, your analytics. And California be rocking it. I don't care what I post, California is on it. They want to know because they, 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 they understand the value. There's a value because a lot of the things that happened uh, in different parts of the country, it went on in California too. They had, you know, they had more riots out there than we've had, than any other place. As as many riots as many places. See, on the East Coast, nobody wants to, nobody recalls the riots, right? And some of the riots, they don't want to recall the riots on the, on, on the West Coast either. But they've had them, and they've had more modern day times than than we've had in other parts of the world. So they realized, okay, either we're going to exist and coexist or we're going to destruct, self-destruct, coexist or self-destruct. So they're, look, they're probably looking at this thing. It's like, whoa, East Coast. It is, it's Midwest. This happened, this happened in Texas. But simply because this ain't the time of Juneteenth, news travels far and wide and fast. News travels far and wide and fast. And so instantly, before they got a chance to say, why there was this hugging of this killer um, instantly so before, you know, people, people had to process it before the information was actually out there. Like, why am I seeing this man walk from the stand and hug? And she, did y'all see, she ran into his arms. She ran, I'm like, they ran to each other like a, like a long lost love story. She ran into his arms and in that hug and in that embrace it happened it was like a daggone magnet i'm like it's gonna be this gonna be a good lifetime movie how many y'all gonna watch it everybody everybody's gonna watch this movie it was like a it's like a lifetime movie so anyway i want to move on from this but understand that the majority of the conversation around why there was a hug is not because we uh, living with the hope and pray that white folks wake up one day and they they don't have d- disdain their heart is not the hearts of many are not as cold and I, and I don't even want to say and I hate I hate saying white people because I don't I know they don't they don't they they're not as cohesive they don't they're not a um they're not a total total group like the rest of us right so I hate saying that because they 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 long since disassociated it's like oh this one about to be sacrificed we don't her. Right. So they long since disassociated themselves from this one. But anyway, the conversation that's going on and people are talking about the hug is simply because black people, since the since the construct of slavery in America and other countries that had the same thing, won't even give 
that kind of compassion. And many of you said this in the comments. Wait, we don't show each other that kind of compassion. We don't. Now, I don't know if we want to, nobody, I don't think many of people want to say that or have that said in public, but we don't. We literally, we, we just don't. And we want to get to that point. So when we put these things out there, most people hit that share button on this hug and that like button on that hug to say to those they're connected with, look at this, look, at, look what's going on here. We don't even love each other like that, and yet we live together. We're under the same, under the same roof. We're raising children together. We work together. We all up at the cookout. How many of y'all used to ride, arrive at the cookout, and, man, there was a whole receiving line and, and hugs and just love, right? You arrive at the cookout now, and it's like, honey, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's insane. But let's get, let's get and I'm not going to say get past, so let's move on. Uh, to the next thing that we have. That's one of the things. That, I think, is the biggest trend uh, buzzing down the time. That's something that made us stop and buzz it or bash it, more so than the verdict. The verdict conversation, there's a conversation out there from the juror. Two of the jurors have already spoken, and usually that happens right after you know, they go to a podium or in front of media and talk about why they made the decision. I really wasn't. And, and the thing about it is, let's talk about the fact that nobody expected a conviction. But you know what? Interesting enough, they got a conviction without trotting this case all out and into the media every day. You know, they, they put it out there. Hey, listen, they did what they had to do to get the jury that they got, to get, the, to get uh, through the grand jury, to get an indictment. Uh, they did what they had to do, and they got it, and then they, and they got a conviction. There are so many other cases that don't even get past the grand jury. Oh, we, we find no reason to indict. And so they got that. And I'm, I'm throwing shots fired at this because I'm saying that they didn't do it with that same oligarchy of black leadership, you know, um, it wasn't, they didn't take, they didn't take that mode to get this done because too many of the cases that went that route did not get an indictment, did not get a conviction. And those people are certainly not as of now serving time. So shout out to tech, shout out to this. And it's not the family, shout out to the prosecution. Um, and, 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 and even the family at, at that, in that length, um, for getting this, getting this thing done. But, if somebody shared, look, understand they probably shared it because they want us. We, we, we are always and forever trying to get us back to a point of black love and where we loving on loving on each other. And that's why we have so many conversations like this after after the fact, after somebody has experienced racism, prejudice, discrimination or certain constructs, again, that we have in in several countries, America being being one of them and so forth and so on. All right. Next, okay, before I get to this, uh, before I get to the, the last thing, or next to the last thing, I'm going to do, we're only doing about three stories in this, guys. This next one, let me see if it, it will work. There we go. Okay, good, we got it. And for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm over here trying to operate some technologies in the live environment uh, while we're recording this live on our on our channels uh, it will also, as you know, become a podcast immediately thereafter for you to enjoy it all and, and uh, enjoy uh, for all. But on Saturday, instead of doing how to get out of bed, we go ahead and do a full on buzz of the bash because we need to review the week. We need to review some of these things that might have kept us from getting out of bed. I don't know about y'all, but I had trouble getting up the next day after seeing that 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 hug. 
when when most of us don't even know what a hug feels like. All right. Whew. Biden, Bernie, uh, Warren, Biden, Sanders, Warren, Biden, Joe, Bernie, Elizabeth. I love how we call them Joe, Bernie, and Elizabeth. Most we said Biden. Um, which one of them can get this done? That's the question. And Elizabeth, is it me or does she, is she like Zuckerberg wear the same thing all the time? I've been trying to find some pictures of Elizabeth Warren. I've been trying, y'all, to find some pictures of Elizabeth Warren and without this black shirt and colored jacket. And mind you, I understand the travel. I understand being preoccupied with fashion and wardrobe. I still, to this day, I'm trying to find my Zuckerberg wardrobe. Like, what can I find that I can just wake up and not have to think about it, that it is, it is good for all occasions? But see, I'm black. Okay, that's one thing about it. Black folk ain't going to let you wear the same thing. Like, uh-uh, where they do that? Didn't you have it on yesterday? Well, not particularly this. I bought several of these. Okay, no, you need to change it up, right? I, I get so tired. That's one of the reasons why I don't go to events right now. I'm so tired of getting dressed. I am so, I'm like, I look at, I'm like, I look at the dress. Look, it could be the simplest event. I'm like, what? Look at, what is with this dress code? What is, it should be business casual. It should be hella casual. What is this? What do they mean? What is this dress code on this type of event? That's why I have the stuff. I don't even go to it no more. I my, I'll grab. I'll take my long lens. I'm gonna take some pictures from across the street. This weekend is all kind of events going on in Atlanta. I'm gonna roll by, snap, 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 keep it moving. Cause I don't want to get dressed. I ain't trying to get dressed. Like there's a um. I only want. I only want to talk about the events. Cause I am not in their budget. So let me just not talk about them. But there's a lot of stuff going on this weekend. And uh, I'm just going to snap. Oh, look, it was this was over there. This was over there. And I'm going to crop out my, my rear view and crop out my side mirror because I'm literally going to take it as I am rolling by. I'm not even, I'm not even rolling up. Not, I'm not like, oh, this went, this happened. This happened, right? And some of it, I might crop the window out. I may not. I may leave, like, whoa, she took that road. I might, in fact, I might leave the, and they just call it the buzz, the buzz roll by. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the I'm gonna leave the, the side mirror in it. In fact, I might even take the picture in the side mirror. Once I get to the red light, I'm gonna take a picture. Oh, this is what's going on back there. Right? But as you can see, we kept it moving. But let me ask you though, seriously. Uh one of the questions and I posted it, I didn't post it as a poll or anything like that, but I did ask. Can they, can one of these people, one of these three people, one of these people is not like the other, as they say on Sesame Street, those of us that grew up on Sesame Street, one of these is not like the other. One of them just had a heart procedure, meaning that he has some stents placed, which means he got some blockages. It means if he don't hurry, it means if he don't hurry up, become president, he's still on them good, even though he got good benefits uh, in, as a senator, um, if he don't hurt me, become president, because, you know, the one thing they do is they keep the president alive. They keep the president alive. Jimmy Carter is over there suffering from the same things. Well, he ain't suffering. He, Jimmy Carter is over there, and former president Jimmy Carter, whom I know very well, um, and I'm not dropping names and just telling him he's been in the game a while uh, have, and have had the opportunity to work uh, on some initiatives that he signed off on and so forth and, and had the opportunity to actually host them for lunch. Again, not dropping names, but... 
I've, I've been in that kind of conversation with world leaders. When I say that, I mean world leaders. And that's why world leaders follow me on Twitter and tweet me occasionally. So anyway, and that's my opinion. Uh, and so anyway, uh, Bernie Sanders had a heart procedure. And if he doesn't hurry up and become president, he won't be kept alive. Uh, Jimmy Carter is over there diagnosed with many things that normal, regular, everyday Americans are facing and not getting the same health care. Excuse me while I take a sip. And not getting the same health care, certainly not getting the same diagnosis and certainly not being kept alive uh, as, as our 90-something, 90, 90 plus, I think just turned 93-year-old former president. They keep the president alive as long as possible. I mean, look at Bush. Whoa. How long y'all going to roll that alone? Around. But anyway, so God rest his soul. God rest his soul. But um, I mean, in Biden, Biden, <laughs> Biden put out a put out a, a Facebook ad, and I'm pretty sure it's on all other platforms. I saw it on Facebook because that's where I am. And he, he's, you know, they all are out soliciting for my Elizabeth. Uh, I have not seen any kind of endorsement, anything paid for by the party to elect Elizabeth. They're not even, they're not even advertising. They're not even promoting to me. They're not advertising to me. I ain't received no World War call. I ain't received no like, no tweet, no follow from Elizabeth Warren. Um, and I guess she said, well, you know, she ain't all that down with the feminists, so we might not even, we don't even, we, she's, she would be a heavy cost. I'm a heavy, if you want my vote, I'm a heavy cost. You're going to be looking at your Facebook ad analytics like, damn, she cost us a lot of money to get her, to get a like from her. Right. We in that because that they're spending. When you place a Facebook ad, the one thing that Facebook is going to tell you how much each of those likes cost, how much each of those engagement. If somebody hit a like or went to uh, follow a click through, went to your page and like, they're gonna tell you how much that costs. I got an ad running now and it, it cost me two cents to get a person on my page. Okay, two cents, and I had another ad running where it was costing me fifty cents. I'm like, okay, this ad got to go until we figure out. Until we get a good profile on who we really want on that page, we're going to pause this ad, right? I'm just saying. This is this is the nature of business. I hadn't seen. I get one every now and then from uh, a couple of them. What's the guy? I can't remember. Oh, the Castro. Castro. I get an ad from Castro now and again, all right? But he, you're not going to get my vote, boo-boo. I'm sorry. Because he, he, he just not. He not. And I think, too, he came out, he came, I think he came out of Texas. I ain't sending nothing for Texas. To do. We didn't send Governor Rick Perry, right? Who who ended up having to get out of the race because of all the controversial and, and and contradictory stuff that goes on in Texas. So we ain't voting for nothing come out of Texas and and, and makes so bad. He's a twin, and the twin is already I think in office or wherever they they both in politics. I'm like, no, sorry, uh, sorry to this. What, what is the hashtag? Sorry, I'm sorry to this man. Okay, you're not gonna get the vote, right? And I know when we look at this thing, we look at it and we say, we feel, we really feel like some of them are just vying for vice president anyway. Some of them are vying because they want it on their resume. I don't know why all these people are running for president. I don't even know why they're still on the battle. But let me tell you what you better be, better get ready for. Because before you get to vote for any one of these people, you will need to go out and, and you need to check and see how the delegates are chosen in your area. Because some of y'all, you know, how do we got all these different ways in which um, 
the people who are chosen to go and make the nomination. See, these people right now are not vying for president. The Democratic candidates are not vying for president. They are vying for the nomination. Well, the people who get to go there say the good state of Georgia, the good state of Colorado, the good state of Florida, the good state of this and the good state of that, and, and the people, we have no representation over here. Uh, we just here. You know, we don't get to make a nomination. You know, the people who have a good caucus, people who have a good primaries, you have a good, they just go and turn some, they, they just go and flip some stones over here and, and they decide. Well, the people who get to do all of that, they, before these people, need to ask you, can they go and represent you? And in some places, that's going to require you to go out and vote. Some places you're going to have to swipe. Some places you're going to have to go shake a hand, you know. And, and these are the ones that are getting ready to announce that they want to become that person. You could become that person if you hadn't thought about that, right? You want to you go be able to go and make that good? I'm, I'm trying to figure out the press credential because I'm like, it's been so long since I requested press credentials. I'm like, I had, to, I had to tell a friend, look, can you look that up for me? I'm forever delegating. I'm like, can you look that up? And see if our podcast can get up in there. You know, let's let's get so many, let's get X amount of episodes. Cause you know they're gonna want X amount of episodes, right? So let's get out, let's get these episodes done so that we can request credentials and go off into this convention, right? And we should be, we should go to both of them, the Republican and the Democrat, okay? And and if they have one for the Independents and the Green and all this, we should go to all of them. So those before you get to vote for any one of these. You will need to help. You will need to decide who that person is that's going to represent you. That's going to give give one of one of these many people your nomination from your from your state. But the question is, can Bernie, Joe, Elizabeth, are they holding our attention? Do they already do one of these three people or uh, uh, or uh, Kamala, Corey, and Corey? Corey don't have my attention. Now, I love how Corey has come, come up in the ranks. So I, I just really feel like Corey is vying for the first black VP. You know, I, I, I just I just really feel like because I mean, well, I don't I think I probably got like one ad and I maybe see some two. Beto O'Rourke. Beto. I don't know if it's Beto himself or he didn't hire somebody on a team, but they doing too much. You trolling Trump too much because the thing about it is Trump, Hillary should have trolled Trump. She didn't do that. So at this point, y'all, if, if, if you want a Democratic president, you really got to figure out how to do this. And so I'm asking, are these people holding our attention? And then also I want to ask about this impeachment. Like you're trying to get this impeachment done for a person who has merely days left in the White House. Days. And I know it's a couple, 300 or more, but it's still days. It's like it's coming, you know, what they call a lame duck year. You know, he's got to spend this year uh, getting reelected. And y'all working on impeachment. Are you trying to, is it because you looking at, like us, looking at this field of candidates and realizing, we're not going to get this election done. We, we're going to have to just get this man out of office because you know if you impeach him, you know Pence going to have to go because whatever you tie him to, you Pence is such a quiet follower um, that he going to be tied to it too. So then, so basically, are we trying within this last year to make Nancy Pelosi president and then she just run to be elected? Is that, the, is that like the game plan? Because I need to know. Is that plan A or is that plan B? What's, is, which one of these is plan B? Because we know you take the plan B after you done effed up. 
right? I'm just saying. I mean, by definition, by definition, plan B is when plan A don't work. So I'm trying to figure out, and I'm pretty sure some others are too, which one of these is plan A? Because I... I'm not understanding. Liz, uh, uh, Camilla was speaking recently. She barely took the steps to the stage and they were like, no. <laughs> she was, y'all, listen, and for, my, for my dear candidate, for my dear presidential candidates and politicians, we, we scroll through social media with the sound down. So the first thing that's, that speaks to us is the body language. Okay, your body language is coming through. I was I was trying to watch. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to change up my tele, my morning tele, my third hour of television morning news. And I don't even watch the news. I just have it on in the background. Al Roker, uh, I've been getting his his Instagram. They like you, you, you cooking this dude cooking. Y'all both brown. You might like what he's cooking. He might like. So I don't know if I'm in his timeline, but they don't throw them all up in my timeline. So I'm looking. I'm like, okay, cool. Al does the weather. He got the cooking show and all this kind of stuff. This look kind of strange. Look like some strange stuff going between he and his wife. He made some comments. I'm like, but then people said that's marriage. Okay, you don't have to leave that alone. We ain't gonna blog about blog about that. But this was this was strange. That's a strange looking couple. But then on top of that, you know. First of all, and then too, he worked with NBC, and and they done found out that all the all the mar- pretty much all the marriages of the people at NBC are strained because of all the stuff that go on b- for the sheer reason of being employed at NBC. So, but yeah, Al, I'm seeing that Al, Al done had hip surgery. You know, he used to have that wobble wobble. You know, he needed hip replacement surgery. I'm like, you know what? My dad got that wobble wobble. I'm like, dad, he found out dad needed hip, hip replacement. Dad, dad got some good benefits. Let's like, say, can dad go get that? Hit replacement. Maybe dad, dad, you might, and dad jumped up, probably done jumped on here somewhere. He might need that hip because he had that wobble wobble like, like Al Roker. So Al Roker, I'm seeing on Instagram that had a hip replacement and he was talking about, hey, I'm returning to the third hour. Well, we know our good girl, Tamron Hall, who has a show. Damn, I should have pulled some of that up on here because that's really, that's really a, a buzzer to bash it. In fact, let me get our, uh, no, we're going to get back to the candidates. Let me leave it on the screen. So I go over there. To what? Damn, this is a serious buzz of the bashing on Al Roker. So Al was talking about, and Al, for as far as we know, Al is a good guy. But you know, but again, most of the men at the on the NBC side, they done found some skeletons in on, hanging all out the closet, right, and got rid of some folk, and they brought in some new guys. But Al is holding on, even after they got rid of Tamron Hall. Tamron Hall went and got married, had a baby. Now her show is on, and it's really good. She's going real strong on, on the, I'm going to make America do right in there. And we know they don't last too long. So she better go and start making people have some good times and stuff like that. But she's a journalist. And I love that that comes through on her show. And I probably should have did a, I probably should have brought it on screen. But anyway, so I decided, let me change it. Let me see what's going on on this other, on this other end of the dial. And hearing that Al Roker is going back to the third hour, I'm like, what's going on with the third hour? Who's on the third hour? So I turn it over there, and I see Al. He's in his chair. I'm like, why is Al, first of all, why doesn't Al Roker have the third hour by himself? I don't know why he didn't have it by himself. But I notice it's a panel thing, okay? It's him, a female next to him, and a male is in, and maybe he was off that day, and another female. But I noticed a female next to Al you know, she got this body language because I ain't turned the sound on yet because I'm scrolling down my timeline 
trying to figure out. I heard him say on the tele. No, I'm looking at him on television. And they said something about, oh, go over to our Instagram. We got this quiz. And if you answer this quiz, you can win this or do that or we'll shout you out or whatever. And so I'm like, you know, I love a good TV TV shout out. Let me go look at the, let me go look at the Instagram. But I'm like, before I can go look at the Instagram, I'm like, why is she always leaning away from Al? You know, she's always, her body language is like, oh, you back? You know, but then I said, I said, let me go to Instagram. I'm like, is she always, that's like she's always like leaning away. You don't, you, if you're, if a person is engaging and you got trust for that person, you lean in. She's leaning away, always and forever leaning away. So that, that pulled me off. That got me preoccupied. But now I'm going to get back. Bernie, Biden, and Warren. Bernie is out there having heart procedures, which I think is going to uh, scare some folk. And I don't know. And But but at the same time, he was up there having that good. He might have had needed that, needed that stint place because he raised, I think they said about $23 million. Y'all, you know, you know, he said the average money he get was $27. I don't know what it is this year, this time around, and this second is another this next election of his. But he raised the most money of, of everybody, of the three. Uh, Biden, I think they said, came in third or fourth. Uh, Warren is, is hanging in there. I mean, she's doing the thing. Warren talks a good good game. If we, if I think if we were ready for a, a woman president, and I won't say female president, but if we were ready for a woman president, and she and Kamala, you know, ran this campaign, uh, I think that the pause that she gives is she's she speaks passionately at times on certain subjects. But if you ask her something to, vent, that, to bend her off script just a little bit, she starts stuttering. She starts stuttering. And she, like most Democrats, speak as if they have to do something for you and not with you and certainly not do, they're doing what they're doing because of you, because of your vote, because of your support, because of your money. Because you elected them, they they have that savior mentality, and this ain't the climb to be coming at folks, particularly the the demographic that lead that can rock the vote, black women. You don't want to be out here talking about you done been over backwards for black women, because first they ain't gonna tell you, I didn't ask you to do that. Don't you hate when you do something for somebody and they go, well, I didn't ask you to do it. Right. And I know we ain't asked. We, we asked for somebody else. Most people ask for Michelle Obama. But Michelle Obama, then I already told you why she's not running for president. Go out there and look it up. In fact, I'll share it right after this. She done already told you. So the people we have asked to lead the nation like, uh-uh, y'all don't know what y'all are asking. Michelle said, y'all don't know. Michelle said, listen, we know y'all like us, but you don't know what you are asking when you are asking a person to run for president. Y'all don't ask Biden. And only because of the ass, only because of the fear that people think that can't nobody else get this done, take down the giant that has become the giant Trump, Biden has jumped back in this race, tired and exhausted and as incoherent as he is, he is out there. His campaign said, listen, y'all, don't ask me to do this. I need your $5. That's all he has. He's out there asking for $5. As I sip my lemonade, my homemade lemonade, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors, and that big burst of lemonade just went in my mouth. It's so good. I don't mean to give you no ASMR on this thing. But anyway, uh, but 
are they holding our attention? Here's the question we have for the Democrats. And believe you me, I know enough Democrats, I know enough political leaders, and they'll look in, they'll like drive us talking about politics. They'll come and check it out. And they'll they'll ask me, What do you what did you mean by this? You know, usually they'll post. If y'all go if y'all go on social media and do us do this, do this, search dryer buzz, huh? Because that's the first thing, because I, I speak in future, future tones. I speak in future tones. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about things that you have yet to broach as a conversation. I speak in Afrofuturism, meaning that I'm speaking from foresight more so than hindsight. So my question to you today is, well, all of these people are still in the political race, and the only reason they are still in the political race is because they are not yet afraid of those who or who become delegates when they see who's about to become delegates. And when I tell y'all, y'all wait and see who's about to solicit to become the delegates, who's going to control when they see who's about to control this, the nomination, not the narrative, but the literal nomination, some of these folks going to drop out because they done done some of these folk wrong. And I'm, and I'm going to tell I'm grabbing this stuff from the overheard and ain't nobody made me privy to the overheard. I'm just where I need to be to overhear. And when they find out who is about to control that nomination, some of these folks are going to get out of the race because they have done these people wrong. And most people, if you ever know something about a villain, the villain, I'm getting ready to go see uh, the Joker. Hopefully it's playing where I went the other night. And I ain't in their budget either, so I ain't going to talk about them. But I'm, I'm going to go see the Joker. Because I love a good villain. Because I need to know, what did you do to the villain? Let me tell you. And my grandmother, my grandmother, my mother's mother, used to always get mad when we would go along with the narrative coming through the television. What? I know y'all ain't in here cheering for the Cowboys and, and, and certainly not John Wayne. John Wayne, we, John Wayne, in fact, John Wayne movies wasn't even allowed in her house, Okay. You know, in fact, I went on a trip to California. She told there's a statue out there. You bet, you better not take a picture with it. A John Wayne. My grandmother couldn't stand. My grandmother couldn't stand John Wayne, and she couldn't stand Elvis. Oh, I can tell you, honey. I'm tell you, I can tell y'all where we were when Elvis died. We was all in the back seat of my grandfather's car before he got the new. My grandfather. I think this is before he bought the new. I don't know if he had bought the new LTD or not. But he always had this car that could ride all the grandkids. And see, back in the day. You could put have you didn't have to wear seatbelts and all that kind of stuff. And all the grandkids, my grandparents was absolutely awesome as far as their grandchildren were concerned. So we were all we were riding down, we were ride, riding past what used to be called Rockdale. It's gentrifying nest, a bunch of new semi-million dollar estates over there now. And trying to be. But anyway, we were riding down Rockdale and it came across the radio. And they had put on the radio on one of the stations that would let us listen. So we could sit down and be quiet. And I think we were on our way to the egg house. And this was a this was a manufactured place where you go and you would buy a case of eggs. We were out, my grandfather, you know, you know, when they got their pensions and whatnot, they got to go buy up all this stuff because they got all these grandkids. Because all their children got these jobs and they work. And the grandkids, especially during the summer. And, man, we sitting back there in that back seat and they came on the radio and talking about Elvis had died and we all was gasping. My grandmother turned around that front seat so fast, I thought she was going to knock hell out of all of us. You know me, I knew how to get out the way because I had enough cousins. I can get out the way because it's coming from that way first. You already know, okay? Boy, she turned around that back seat. My grandfather, he just, he just, uh, he did that thing. He do like, oh, Lord, don't get him, don't get him. He just gripped the wheel like, okay. 
Cause she came, she said, "Uh, uh-uh, not, not in, not in, not, not on my watch. You were not." And she proceeded to tell us the Elvis story, and and the Elvis story, and it was Elvis don't care about black. And she gave us a, what Kanye said, Elvis don't care about black people, and and she talked about these, you know, you know, you know, all black people know each other, right? So she had this friend or knew these people that worked for Elvis. And honey, and they did all this stuff for Elvis, and honey, Elvis did this. Elvis wouldn't do this, and Elvis wouldn't do that. And they was all loyal to this man and all this kind of stuff. Because, you know, black people back, it wasn't but so many black people. They all knew each other. So she gave us an Elvis story, and we was not about to, honey, you ain't watching another Elvis movie. I know y'all ain't get that out that television. Y'all ain't watching no more television. So we got the Elvis story that day. But, and what, what was the other story I sent to John Wayne? Got John, we, could John Wayne and Elvis? No. So I'm all about the villain. I'm all about the villain. I cannot wait to go and see this. So there are some villains. There are some villains uh, getting ready to seek nominations. It's still politics. Remember, I'm trying to give you the adjacent story and help you understand some of the things that I am talking about. Let me grab, let me grab this. Uh, let me see if I can grab this comment here. Andrea, Michelle isn't having it. All oh, right, Michelle, I'm running for president. Hello, Queen. Hello, Rachel. I remember buying eggs like that, Rachel. Rachel Pope said, yeah, you had to go. You weren't going, you weren't going to the grocery store. There's a reason why there, there weren't grocery stores everywhere, because you had to go all these specific places to get these things. Grocery store came around when things became convenient, you know, when they came up with those good preservatives. Otherwise, things could sit up in the grocery store. When there was a grocery there was a grocery store, but we went to the egg house. I don't know what they call it, the egg house because it was a it was a big old warehouse, and it was actually over there off of Mableton Parkway. And and you went in, you got a case of eggs. My grand my grandparents had ten children. They went in, <coughs> they got a case of eggs, and they took that and all of these things that they bought. What they didn't keep at their house to feed all these grandkids, it was divvied up, and we all took portions. Home. There were periodic, periodically we went home with everybody went home with these boxes. It's got the bread in there because it went to the bread house. It's got the bread. It had the eggs. It had all the stuff that came out of my grandmother's uh, garden was in there. Couldn't wait for the first frost. Like right now, I'm like, I want some collard greens like so bad. But you are those who know this ain't the time that we couldn't. You wait for the frost. That's why everybody. Why do you think everybody's waiting for the temperature to drop? Temperature, temperature to drop. So that we can eat some collard greens. Okay, who who's out there still cooking collard greens? Uh, no, the frost. You gotta wait. You gotta leave them in the ground to the frost, right? That's why everybody's like, okay, come on, these temperatures need to drop because that that it's after Labor Day. It's time for our food choices to change, right? So along with voting and getting ready to vote, all of these things adjacent. We're talking about the adjacent stories. Mr. Moody Farm was where we got our eggs and vegetables. Our vegetables, Rachel, came out of my grandmother's garden. And then, then, then my grandparents, they went fishing every weekend. So there was always fresh fish and the waters weren't polluted. Well, actually, some of the waters were polluted at that time because we didn't have all the environmental laws that... Trump is now overturning, so we're going to soon, the lakes are going to probably start catching on fire again. Again, for those of you that, that don't remember when our waterways used to be on fire because of all the things that was allowed to spill into the water. And Trump is up there wanting to put his name. Have y'all ever looked at Trump's signature? His signature spells out dummy. It's like, does anybody ever told him that is not a T? You know, you, you're supposed to cross a T. 
Why does it look like dummy? It looks like D-U-M-M-Y. Look at this signature. It literally looks like D-U-M-M-Y. I, I, I guarantee it's almost like a font, like a special, special font. But anyway, so that was just one of, that was just some of the things. So, but the question on this, and if we buzz it or bash it, is voting for one of these people, if you're live on the screen, I'm talking about Bernie, Joe, or Elizabeth, uh, Sanders, Biden or Warren, um, all of them have been lifelong politicians. And I know, and I know there are others, there are others, okay, there are others, they ain't in this picture. But anyway, the question is, which is plan A? If impeachment is plan A, then plan B is to elect one of these people. Because if the impeachment happens, then we know Pelosi is going to be president. And then the question is, it just, does, do we then just let her run and reelect her, right? If they go on, if the impeachment happens, Trump leaves, because you can impeach him, and, you know, hell, they tried to impeach, I don't know, didn't they impeach? Some form of impeachment fell upon Clinton, right? But he still got elected a second term, okay? Or maybe that happened in the second term, I don't know. He served two terms. So I don't know how, I don't know how much I want to, Bet on and bet on the uh, impeachment. He knows his name, right? I don't know. I don't know how much I want to bet on the impeachment because if the impeachment happens, you know Pence is gonna get caught up in that. And you know, if you know your, if you grew up around Schoolhouse Rock, you know once the president is taken down and the vice president is taken down, then Speaker of the House, and which is Nancy Pelosi, a, a Democrat, becomes president. So I don't know if that's Plan A. Because it's moving kind of slow. And then if, if that doesn't work, then we go on. We nominate one of these Democratic candidates to run against Trump. Right. They, this person gets the nomination. Uh, they then go on the ballot as the Democratic nominee um, to run against the incumbent, the Republican incumbent. And we then have to vote. So b- tell me which one, which one is plan A and which one is plan B. Plan B you use it when you have effed up. Come morning, you're like, oh, oh, what did I just do? And you go for the plan B, and it's like, okay. And then, and then if that don't work, what's plan C? We better have a plan C because they don't seem to know what they're doing. And because these people aren't truly holding our attention. Uh, I'm not seeing enough yard signs. I'm not, see- I'm not even seeing enough Trump yard signs. I, and the Trump people don't want to buy this. Don't want to buy this stuff because they don't found out that Trump is making it all in China. The yard signs. Um, the the and only thing that's probably American is the they wrapping buses, but then they probably get that from China too. I don't know. So they don't want to. They don't want to buy the Trump yard signs and the Trump flags and the Trump water and the Trump all of this Trump T-shirts because they realize, wait, he he not make that ain't even American made. He he ain't even making that in America, right? So, but who's hold? Let me ask you right now, and some of you are, are in the comments, and some of you are in the comments on Facebook, Periscope, and Twitter. Uh, but I'm watching the comments over on the Facebook page, the Dryer Buzz Facebook page, if you want to engage uh, while we are live. But who who is who has your attention more than who has your attention? Who has your money? Who are you sending off? Who are you hitting that donate button on? Who are you giving your money to right now? You know, are you are you hitting that donate? When Biden says, come on now, y'all got me back in this thing. I need y'all. I need them $5. Are you sending Biden $5? Bernie over there, you know, we get this done with about $27. 
You know, I know he must have read 27 answers to create buzz because he out there talking about it all the time. He gets it done on your $27. Y'all said, and he raises more money than most. But are you going to vote? He done had it. He done had some stint place. And one thing I know, when you have stint place, when Mom Buzz had stint place, you can't move. He was incapacitated. When you have stint place, you are, in, first of all, they got to put you under semi somewhat to get that done. That means you got some blockages. Means you were well on your way to a heart attack. You well on your way. You do, does it smoke? Is, does the man smoke? Because he always yelling. His veins is always popping. Right? Well, they, I thought the veins were popping because he was passionate. I didn't know the veins were popping because they were clogged. Okay? Now, he done had his stints. Now, in that time, you can't move when you have stints. You, got, you can't move nothing. You got, just got to lay that. Who's making decisions for his campaign when he did that. Oh, he canceled. He canceled some some campaign commitments because he was incapacitated, right? But then y'all didn't want to. Y'all didn't want to vote for McCain. Y'all was saying McCain was out there too. Oh, hell, McCain lived through both of them Obama terms. Okay, he would now mind you. He was a senator with that good good health care. He lived long. Had he been a president, he probably would have been still here because they would have given him the presidential cure. Presidents don't don't just die of things. They live long. Right. Had he become president and his and McCain, y'all talking about McCain was too old. Now, I, I couldn't figure out for the life of me how come a war hero couldn't. Win. Oh, that's right. He selected Palin. Because, I mean, he almost had my vote because he tweeted me. He was like, well, what do you because I said, I said, they don't do this. They don't. Do that. He said, what do you think? we? I don't know if it was somebody in this camp or him or not. Honey, I don't know. I got a tweet. I got a bunch of tweets from some people, but I'm not dropping names. I'm just trying to share the game. But. McCain lived through both Obama terms and well after. McCain's mama, who we thought was well hopping over the grave, she's still alive. She's still, that woman is still here, okay? And y'all talking about age, first of all, these people are of a generation. Like, my friends on here, we talking about our, those generations that went to the egg house. They are of a generation that, you talking about you over there trying to eat natural and vegan and all those kind of diets that you're trying to do because you want to get back. Well, these people had those diets. They didn't have meat every day. Who you had to you had to raise your meat. You had to grow your food. So they weren't eating this stuff like every day. Well, they didn't have it at a convenience and sped up with all kind of chemicals and processes in order for it to be abundantly available every day, 365 days of the year. You know, always on the shelf. Able to be on the shelf always and forever. They didn't have all them preservatives all up in their body, making them twice the size of what they should be. I hate when I look at that, them Soul Train videos. Like, well, when were we that skinny, y'all? We didn't have no belly fat. We didn't have no body fat when Soul Train. And it wasn't the dancing. It was simply because that all these crazy preservatives wasn't in the food. Got your body over there preserving fat. I'm like, every time I look at Soul Train, I'm like, damn, man, we were skinny. Man, we were skinny. We we were skinny. Okay, I'm just saying. It wasn't even the dancing. It was the food. That's why you got to vote. Because we have elected people that allow any and everything to go into our food chains. Right? And these same people that we have elected, you know, I don't know why we won't turn over Congress. Well, we did. That was a blue wave. So here we got some new stuff going on. And uh, they're seeing where our food chain, where our food chain has gone. But I'm just asking, and I had a, a battery warning. And I had, let me, let me put something that's on the screen here. If you guys would bear with me because I am trying to get back into the habit and the hobby 
of doing this stuff here. So let me bring that back up there. Buzz, well, I'm just asking you to buzz it or bash it. You got two choices. You either buzz it or you bash it. Let me know what your what your opinion is. But is, are any of these people? Kamala is quite entertaining. I love her arguments. I love her talking points. And watching her, you get a bit of an education. But is she presidential? And um, unfortunately for her, she decided to ask the audience. Never poll the audience yourself. Certainly not while there are mic, open mics and cameras. She decided to poll the audience about the, asking the audience saying that she went, she stepped on stage. She's, she barely stepped on stage and she asked, she was talking like she was going to run off the stage because she knew this wasn't her audience, but yet she had to make this appearance. And she says, you know, let me ask you guys, cause they're kind of saying that, you know, some of us are not uh, electable out there. You know, do you think people are ready? And they were like, no. <laughs> and then she goes, yes, they are. They were like, no. Be careful polling people in a live or recorded environment. She asked if this body of people, particularly herself and others, were electable, and the shouts from the audience was no. Now, mind you, and these were their people. These are, I mean, a Democrat only showing up at Democrat stuff. They may show up at some Republican stuff. Elizabeth, great conversation, great, great passion, but she still speaks as if I'm coming to save you. And that doesn't, that Hillary had that, you know, I'm, I'm doing this for you, but I'm going I'm to get the most out of it, you know, because it's, it's been on my resume a long time to become a leader of, of a nation. I don't care which nation. I don't care. I don't care who vote women, gay. I don't, I don't care just as long as y'all vote and I get what I got on my, on my, she was trying to fulfill her vision board. This is, she's still out there. She was, she did the round this week. And I was like, oh, Lord, is she finna jump in this race? Because she, she, too, probably realized whether this is plan A or plan B, it ain't working. She done went on there talking about, well, the reason I didn't win. But see, the thing about it is, I'm sorry, but you did win. You won the popular vote, which is all you could, all you could ask for. You won the popular vote. So I'm going to need you and your, and your daughter over there, you and your rogue child, these Clintons, Y'all need to go and get this coming. Still can't, still can't come with the full-on God honest truth. You, you won. You conceded too. You conceded too fast. You actually won, but you did not win what actually decides the president, and that was the electoral votes because you refused to go into those states, and you or you went into those states too much because the one thing they shouldn't, they should not have seen that much of you. They probably had to vote. They probably would have voted for you had they not seen as much of you and heard as much of you because the minute, every time you open your mouth, you let people know that you are by and large, not for the people, certainly not for women. Okay. And women were like, I think we can make, we can make it four years. Right. We good. Right. I think that's what, I think that's what people are like. We, but then they still went out like, no, cause people need to see us vote. And if we don't vote, they may take us off the road. So let's just go on and vote. But even, even no matter the outcome, we can make it. We good. Right. That was the conversation. It's like you got to vote because if you don't vote, you know, they might, you got to, you got to go through the process of, of re-registering. Nobody want to do all that. That's like, let's just go get in line. Let's just go ahead and vote for her because you can't vote for Trump because you can't vote, can't vote with races. You know, you can't do that. Right. So let's just go ahead and vote, vote for Hillary. Like, you know, cause I don't, I don't want to have to go and I, I'm not trying to have to go back to the DMV or wherever they register. I ain't trying I already had to go back to the post office and tell them, you know, I'm a, I promised to go to the mailbox 
I don't want her to tell my promise to continue to vote, right? Like, let's just go ahead and vote for her. She ain't bit more about women, you know, than, you know, she, she don't connect to us at all. This is on her vision board, right? We know that, right? So she lost. Uh, she, and she lost She lost because she didn't go in the right states. But, again, what's plan A? Democrats, I ask you, what's plan A? Is it is it electing one of these people or impeachment? We need to know what plan A, which one is plan A, which one is plan B. Because if it's impeachment, then I need to be calling those that have already elected and make sure they down for the cause. If it's plan B, then I need to be putting some money behind these candidates and I need to pick one. You know, I know it's early on, but um, they you know why there's still so many in the race. Now, let me tell you, on a troll perspective, I like Beto O'Rourke. I like watching him troll Trump or his his whomever's running his Twitter account. Like like for every for every tweet that Trump does, he does five in response. And I'm like, well, dang, okay. But all you're doing is entertaining us. For the most part, the most of you are just simply entertaining entertaining us. And I'm going to get off of it. Just let me know what's plan A and what's plan B. Speaking of having a plan A and a plan B before my battery die out, before my phone get too hot, let me see if I can, let me see if I can do something to decrease it because the heat is coming on. Hold on, hold on, guys. Okay, I don't think I have anything open. All right, my phone is probably going to end here uh, just simply because I want to talk about this because it's definitely hot. And I got a battery warning. But on a national stage, let me talk to my Atlanta folks. Let me talk to my Atlanta peeps right now. On a national stage, those of you that are live, you see what I put on the screen. My Dan Quinn and my Julio Jones. Atlanta Falcons. Right? I decided I'm going to stay on the Falcons bandwagon as long as I can. And, man, I am hanging off. I am hanging off this bandwagon about to fall off. Uh, but I'm so concerned because uh, – one thing the Fal- Atlanta Falcons have been waiting for and anxiously anticipating is to become part of the national NFL conversation. For people to look down here in Atlanta and say, man, they got a football team down there. We got a football team. We got some talent on this team. We have a young coach, which I, which I absolutely love, but there, there's so much. Last night, listening you know, I listen to sports 24-7. But on the national conversation, when asked about the Atlanta Falcons, I heard something that resonated over the last couple of games. And when he said he does not believe, and I don't know who the host is, I don't know his name, when he says, I will tell you right now, this team is not going to be able to save Dan Quinn's job. That is the narrative right now. I don't know. What's going on with the uh, defense? I know there's been issues with the offense. We've had to train, change coordinators so many times. Uh, I, 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 hashtag, sorry to this man. <laughs> sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Hashtag, defend the Quinn. I don't know if we can defend him. Um, and I don't know when teams hire these coaches how long they get. I know there's a contract signed. I know it has clauses, renewals, and all this kind of stuff. Last year when it came time, I know there was a lot of pressure on him. Uh, Arthur Blank, who who is a very emotional 
owner, governor. I think they, I don't know if they, they were calling themselves owners. They start calling themselves governors as if the word governor didn't have as many triggers as the word owners. But see, they don't know yet how to ask folk, are we offending you? Uh, excuse me, but governor offends us just as much as owner, okay? Um, you know, but you do own the team. So I can't be too mad at it. You know, these people sign on for you to own them. They, you buy them. All right, I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. We don't need a we don't need a cute word to to a non-triggering word to describe that. You bought these gentlemen because there ain't no females on there yet. You bought the you bought Julio. You bought Matt Ryan. You bought the. In fact, you bought all of them. Okay, and you leased Dan Quinn because apparently y'all looking at when the lease gonna run. When the lease when the lease gonna end. But the style of the conversation to be on a national stage this weekend, tomorrow, 24 hours after this podcast, they are headed back to the stadium where they played the Super Bowl in the Big 28-3. They cannot, by any means, come home with a loss. If they come home with a loss, it is such a, a, it, it will be such a disappointment. The last time we put this much pressure on them that they cannot lose, they won. I don't know if we have to do it every week. But the fact of the matter that people are saying that this is the season, because last season when there was overwhelming losses, uh, Dan Quinn was pressured, you're going to make some change. Dan Quinn fired everybody. Fired everybody, hired a bunch of new people, um, paid some folks some extensions, made out some, got somebody, some folks some money, did some contracts. They made Julio wait to this year. He held out. Matt Ryan held out last year. A few others held out. And now they got the they got some of the best talent that's out there. What they what they what they are last year they said oh it was injuries. This year you know you got a new person in this position, got a new person in that position. The coach then stopped being the head coach and then took over what's going on over here. So he's preoccupied with that, and nothing is simply seeming to work. Last battery won it. Nothing is working, and therefore the victories, the wins are not coming up in the win column. They're losing. They're not even. And then somebody had the audacity to schedule the Saints, both Saints games, which is our rival, which is really the real enjoyment to be supporting the Falcons, is enjoying the rivalry. That ain't happening until November. I don't know who did that. That's, I don't know. Maybe this. But to find out that this whole season, that people outside Atlanta, Outside of Georgia, are looking at the Atlanta Falcons as as to whether or not they can save Dan Quinn's job because apparently they know that another another losing season. Even though we went to the Super Bowl um, in his second year, but everybody knows the Super Bowl is just some promotional promotional thing that happens at the end of the season, and perhaps the decision as to who's going to be the underdog. And the Super Bowl is made well in advance of the season. Some are saying it has to do with um, new coaches. Some are saying it has to do with new stadiums. Some are saying it has to do with whoever needs the most publicity so that the, the NFL uh, reached the best benefit. Look how early, look how early they made the announcement as to who would be the halftime. You know, so the NFL is trying to save its product, but there are those that are saying the Falcons need to be concerned with saving its coach because you don't paid all this money. So you better know somebody's out there soliciting because they don't think about letting go a coach unless somebody's like, here's what I can do with all that talent you got. Don't think that 
you know, Arthur Blake bought that yacht. He might be cruising with some folk. I'm just saying. Okay, he we done built a new stadium. They won a championship. Now there's a championship that has happened in the stadium, but daggone it, uh, he owns football teams. But this is the one that he quote unquote, you know, needs. He needs this stuff to happen. I don't want to say he loves one more than the other. I I do know that the Falcons locker room is twice, maybe two, three times size the the soccer locker room. I'm trying to figure out well, hell, the soccer team were champions. Why they got the little locker room back there in the corner? Well, they ain't got, got a kitchen and chefs and all that kind of stuff. They just come in, play the game, and get the heck on. 90 minutes. I'm like, they probably spend 30 in the locker room. But they are the champions. Falcons ain't. Okay, and, and probably not. People are saying, this team not going to the playoffs. But there are some scenarios that said maybe they get a win, get a win, get another win, and another win, and another win, and, like, things will change. But it has to start with one game at a time. It starts with the next game. As Dan Quinn used to, uh, used to say, he used to say, right now he's running around here all kinds of deflated. And he used to be the most optimistic coach out there. Oh, my God, I used to love listening to Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's at the podium. They would tweet, Dan Quinn at the podium. Man, I would go and listen because he would have such a pep talk. I mean, man, your quarterback done got sacked four, five times. We, we are done with this game. We're going to focus on the next game. We're going to work on the strategy. We're going to prove what we need to improve. We're going to do what we got to do. And people are like, now Dan Quinn is like, I guess y'all just want to. Dan Quinn, I said, Dan Quinn better talk about, ben, Dan Quinn better get pissed off. Dan Quinn go to the podium. I know y'all want to see us pissed off. He used the exact words. I'm like, uh-oh. He said, I know y'all want to see us pissed off on and off the field. Yes, hell we do. Dude, you better get mad. They are talking on a national stage that these, this team can't save your job. Y'all better be on that bus, plane, train, however y'all rolling in Texas, okay? And notice, don't nobody know, don't nobody care. How, listen, y'all better, y'all better make this happen. And as a matter of fact, as we are talking about this buzz of the bash it, there is a full-on celebration of the NFL. Now, I'm not about, now, I know some people still in their feelings about whether they take a knee or not. And I know I just talked a whole lot about football as if I'm watching it. Yes, I'm watching it because I have yet to receive the manifesto to tell me which word are we taking a knee on and when black folk going to stop singing the doggone national anthem for the NFL, okay? When these players going to all not show up, you know? So, anyway, I'm watching football. I watch football tomorrow. But... I just, need, I just need to know. I, and here again, what's plan A, what's plan B? Because all I'm seeing, and I have, I have picked up on all of this, and all the reason I'm talking about football again and blogging about football again because there's a whole lot of good topics. There's a whole lot of good, whole lot of, whole lot of good drama going on with our, with our Atlanta Falcons and with the NFL. But there's an event going on today here in Atlanta and probably all around uh, this is apparently the 100th season of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, black folk, we don't celebrate centennial stuff. Okay? Only thing we celebrate on a centennial level is our freedoms. Because if you celebrate something at a centennial level, you probably didn't have a whole lot of black folk up in it. So NFL, y'all can miss us with that one. Okay? You don't even want us to kneel when people still out here killing. So we're not going to celebrate your, your centennial your fan, your centennial, right? Now, we will come on to the cookout. But then, you know, okay, I'm not going to trigger nobody. Let me not trigger nobody, right? We might stop at a cookout. There might be a whole bunch of uh, black Falcon fans out there at the cookout. But please don't roll up on these people. Let me just tell y'all. 
please don't roll up on a black person talking about 100 years of the NFL because we saw Brian's song, okay? We saw Brian, was Brian Piccolo and, and Gail Sand, Gail is, was Gail Sanders, who is now one of the biggest IT tech guys out there, left football uh, and went on to uh, be a pioneer in technology. Black folk don't celebrate that. Black folk don't even know about that. But do know he went on to be uh, one of the one of the biggest pioneers uh, when Brian Piccolo died, and after he after facing all that racism and integrating uh, football, he went on to be a tech become a tech guy, started a tech company because he knew. He had a little enough foresight. And for those of you that don't know, for all, for another, another little tidbit, and I'm so glad it became a meme, one of the things we shared during the Popeye's sandwich is that uh, Hank Aaron owns a lot of Popeye's uh, restaurants. So it was okay you were buying black when you were buying chicken sandwiches. All right, I just want to talk about that. Uh, I'll be tweeting about it. In my timeline, please follow me on Twitter. Go to dryerbus.com and you can decide. You heard me mention we were on this platform, that platform. Where, whatever's your favorite, wherever you scroll and troll, um, you can filter it for dryerbus. See when we go live. See what we're adding as far as content. You can go to dryerbus.com and sign up in our email. Sign up in our email and you will um, get our email list. And so if you've heard of this or heard of that, It'll always be in your email. You won't have to go far to find it. This has been, this has been an edition of um, Buzz It or Bash It, Buzz It or Bash It Before the Phone Dies. I'm going to let you guys get out of here. We went about one and a a half hours here on our weekly review. I'm getting the hiccups. Just a little something that you can listen to while you are out there with the professionals. Please return to the professionals when it comes to your hair and your nail care. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going back up in a nail salon for a while. I am doing the drugstore variety. I just put on my fourth set. No, my third set. I'm rocking my third set of, of, of staying out of the nail salons. Uh, nobody has had the opportunity to disrespect me or my dollar. I went up in the drugstore. I just picked a, a nice collect, uh, color and selection. Those I put those on yesterday. Loving it. Shout out to my good friend Dia. Because I was like, y'all, please tell me there's an alternative to dealing with these folks in these nail salons. They have gone to some kind of training where they are out there trying to disenfranchise, marginalize, and disrespect black women. And so I'm not giving them I'm not giving them my money. I'm not giving them my money. They they fast talk you want to quote one price and then you get to the register. They done added a whole ass thirty dollars. And I'm like, no, uh-uh, no, no, no. We're going to fight today. And then I'm like, wait, I ain't got no bail money. So we ain't going to fight today, but I won't be back. But I won't, but I won't be back. I won't be back uh, until I, and, and you know what? And don't even, you need got to hit me off with a nail person. Because if, they, if they're not trying to do it for an exchange, you know, and, and I'm just saying, and, I, and if I had a good one, I, but you know what? I don't even want that stuff on my nails. I don't. I, I, I do want a place where I can get just a nice natural manicure because I'm trying to let the damage grow out from dude putting that acrylic when I said I don't want no acrylic on my nail. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, now you done just messed my nail up. Now I got to have a set. Okay, no, nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. But anyway, um, but I am going to I'm gonna find a nice place to do a nice natural manicure. That's all I want. When I want to put on some nails and some color, like when I'm going to go in the kitchen and my hands got to be all in the shot, I'm going to pop on some of these. Uh, and these are impressed nails. 
Impress, I-M-P-R-E-S-S. They have a whole influencer thing going on out there. I'm not a, not an influencer yet, um, but I'm gonna make that connection, honey, because I like this. I don't, I, I really do. I like this. I you just, hey, I'm sitting there watching my show. You just do a little bit of nail care and pop them on. They last, uh, the last set, the first set, I was, I, I put it on at the wrong time before getting into my cooking routine. But the next set, I put it on following all the instructions and all the hacks that everybody gave, and it lasted. Two weeks. In fact, only one came off yesterday. So I, I could have done did another hack and put that one back on. But I was like, no, let me go on and do a fresh set, change up the color. And I like that I don't have to go get my nails all drilled off. I can just pop these. I'm, I'm certainly not trying to do a commercial yet. But um, but I like it. My hands don't feel like they've been abused. They don't hurt. Don't they're not bleeding. I don't have to worry about. I've been infected with nothing, none of that kind of stuff, uh, and so forth and so on. But but. And you won't have to worry about that when you go to somebody you know that that appreciates your loyalty, that appreciates you won't have to deal with any of that. I'm just traumatized right now. But when you go and support somebody that appreciates your loyalty and uh, and take and give you good nail care, give you good nail care, not just trying to get you done so they can get on to the next one, you know. So but anyway. On that note, guys, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. I do thank you for those of you that have hung on with me throughout this entire thing. For those of you that are going to catch the replay. Uh, for those of you who are going to wait around and see what we're going to announce uh, for November 9th, I'll give you a clue. I, well, I'll tell you a little bit about it right quick. If we cut off, we cut off. Um, on, on November the 9th, November the 9th, we're launching our new course. It's called Wake Up Famous. Wake Up Famous. Wake Up Famous. I literally woke up famous with everybody knowing my name uh, simply because I helped to pioneer this blogging game and came out here telling amazing stories of people, pioneers and activists and uh, people and, and giving you timelines that you can scroll down and get amazing sensations from, see yourselves and all that. Because when I started 20 years ago, you couldn't log online and see that we weren't, we weren't all up in the marketing like we are today, you know, and to be able to have impact to some of that change. I'm so proud um, that younger me that was brave enough to do all do all of that uh, and so forth and so on. So on that note, let me see what I need to put on the screen here. Here, let's see. Bear with me here, y'all. I'm trying to figure out. So this was a special edition of, of How to Get Out of Bed. It is called Buzz It or Bash It. Buzz It or Bash It. Well, we just do a little bit of a review of things that went down our timeline and made us and made us just think about some things. Just made us think about some things and, and so forth and, and so on. So on that note, um, do me a favor again. Go over to Dryer Buzz. Go over to Dryer Buzz. And again, I'm just trying to get you high. I'm trying to get you high on life, y'all.
Hey, it's Yolanda with a quick reminder for you to go over to dryerbus.com. But I want to tell you, if you yourself want to rock a podcast, if you want to rock a podcast, perhaps you want to rock social media, maybe you want to rock a hashtag, you want to rock networking, but then also maybe you want to wake up famous. If you want to do any of that, all you have to do is go to not dryerbuzz.com, but askdryerbuzz.com. Ask dryerbuzz.com. There's some early options over there for you buzzing right now. And there is more to come. All you got to do is go to askdryerbuzz.com. Can't remember that? Then do this. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.